Welcome back to another episode of the Dual Purpose Podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Latoya. I'm your host and founder of Dual Purpose. And for those of you who are new to our ministry, Dual Purpose means Jesus embraces me with everlasting love and gives me purpose. And that is what we are all about. So if you haven't already connected with us on Instagram, head over to at dualpurpose.co. Make sure you say hi. We love connecting with our community over there. Um, But we're very new to this podcasting space. So we're a couple of weeks in and we've been looking at the theme of surviving the hard times. So I've spoken about taking the mask off and that episode was really about self-discovery and allowing yourself to be vulnerable before God, allowing yourself to be vulnerable with yourself and actually addressing the areas where we have covered up behind a mask of some kind. So yes, we've been wearing physical masks, but the reality is we have been wearing masks in many different areas of our lives for any number of reasons. So I covered that in that episode. Go back and check it out, taking the mask off. And then I had my best friend on the show and we spoke about the blessing of godly friendships. Now, I don't know about you, but I have survived some hard times with the blessing of godly friendships. Honestly, when you are going through difficult times, it's so important who you have around you in that season. So again, go back and check out that episode. And I really loved it because we've been friends for over 20 years and we shared some of our own personal experiences as well. And then last week, I spoke about taking the pressure off. You know, sometimes as women, we wear so many different hats. You know, you may be a wife, a mom, you may have your own business or a job. You may be involved in church ministry. You've got friendship groups. And there's so many different people and things pulling our attention, pulling different pieces of us at the same time. And I spoke about the fact that it's okay to admit that sometimes you don't have it all together. Maybe you're struggling with being able to organize your life as a wife and as a mom and as a student. Maybe you're struggling with budgeting, you're struggling with a new job that you've started and you just don't get it. You know, it's okay to take the pressure off. And sometimes people put pressure on us and don't actually realize that they're doing it. And it's down to us to be able to verbalize and communicate hello, I'm I'm struggling, I don't have it all together. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So again, go back and check out that episode. And today, I think this is the last episode in this theme of surviving the hard times. And I have a question for you, and it's a question that the Lord asked me. And the question is, what do you have in your house? Stay tuned. What do you have in your house? This is a question that the Lord asked me that literally changed the course of my life personally. And it was based on a scripture in 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. And just for foundation, I'm going to read through those verses very quickly. Um, So 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. And it says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. 
then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go, sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons live on the rest. What a powerful story in the Bible. I honestly do love this story because there's so much that I can talk about tonight, but I am going to um, I am going to just make sure that I cover the main points that really helped me to turn my life around when I was going through a difficult situation. Because remember, we are talking about surviving the hard times. Okay, so the first thing I will say is that the blessing, the abundance that this woman experienced came from within her house. Now, if you imagine this scenario, you know, she was living in a time when the husband was the provider in the home. And in those days, if your husband passed away, it was not a nice experience for the woman. She was ridiculed. She was looked at as the scum of society. Her provision was gone. Her covering was gone. And based on what we're reading now, her sons were probably too young to look after her. And so the creditor was coming to take her sons to cover the debt that her husband owed or that she now owed. And so it's important to realize that before Elisha came, Elisha didn't come and bring the oil. Elisha didn't bring her anything. He asked her, what do you have in your house? Everything she needed was already within her reach. Everything she needed, she already had. And so when the Lord asked me this question, what is in your house? I immediately realized that in this woman's case, what was in her house, when the prophet asked her, he was talking about what's in your physical house. But I knew that when God was asking me, for me, it was what is in your house? What is in your mind? What have I given you? What do you already have that you can use to change your story and to change your circumstances? And that really shifted my mindset with regards to this story in the Bible, because I've heard it many times and I'll be looking around my house like, OK, Lord, what do I have that I can that I can sell or that I can give or that I, you know. But when the Lord asked me, what is in your house? What's in your mind? What have I deposited in you, Latoya? that you can use to change your story. Because the truth is, many times Christians say, oh, I'm waiting on God. And I do believe that in some circumstances, that is an appropriate statement. But the reality is that oftentimes God is waiting for us. Everything that we need to change our circumstances, God has already given to us. And so I began to think about the, the gifts and the talents and the calling that's on my life. And I said, Lord, okay, these are the things that I have in my house. These are the things that I have in my mind, in my spirit. These are the things that you have deposited in me. What can I do with that? And one by one, God started helping me to birth new things. The newsletter was birthed. Our books on Amazon was birthed. The podcast is now birthed. You know, there were so many things that came out of that. And the more I began to step out in these areas, God began to work in my situations. God began to change things around for me. I was in a situation where I needed to come out of the place where I was working. God did it for me. All of these things came after I realized what I have in my house. And this is really about recognizing who you are, recognizing whose you are, asking God, what have you sent me to this earth with? What have you deposited in me that I'm supposed to use to be a blessing to somebody else? 
because it's not just about us. As we read on through this scripture, the Bible tells us that she actually went on to be a blessing to her community. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but the blessing is not just for us. Let's just bear that in mind that sometimes when we're going through a, a difficult season, we become so engrossed in our own struggles that sometimes we neglect to see that actually with the little that we have, we can be a blessing to somebody else. The second thing to note here is that this woman really trusted God. She trusted the prophet of God. She obeyed. She didn't ask any questions. And like I said earlier, you know, in these days, widows were ridiculed. And so for her to be brave enough to actually step out and do what the prophet was telling her required a level of trust, not only in him, but in God as well. And we see her obedience and how that paid off. The third thing, and I love this one, the third thing is that God can use what seems very small to be a blessing to you, your family, your community. As I said, this woman went on to be a blessing to those around her. And what I love is that her children were involved in this miracle because it's really important that those around us who see our struggle also see the miracle that God does in our lives because it bears faith in them and it helps them to believe that you know what if God did that for mum God can do that for me if God did that for my neighbor God can do that for me so never despise small beginnings you know when I started this YouTube channel I was like Lord but where are the people going to come from you know and now I'm sat at present time nearly 4,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel and that was me stepping out in faith. That was me taking something small and allowing God to multiply and use it for his glory. So don't despise small beginnings. It may look small today, but you don't know what God can do with your small when you trust him, when you obey him, and when you follow his directions. And the final thing that I want to mention in today's episode is that people are watching. And normally we say this and it's a bad thing. It has a negative connotation, but I want to put a slightly different spin on it. So I'm just going to read what I've written here because I want to read it exactly as the Lord revealed it to me. People are watching. Let's look at the bigger picture. This miracle was so much bigger than this widow. It was about her family and her community. Her children were watching. Her neighbours were watching. This widow taught her sons a lifelong lesson that day. It was a spiritual lesson, but it was also a natural lesson as well, because she showed them what obedience and faith and trust in God can do. She showed them that God can take little and create much. And, you know, if we picture ourselves in this woman's shoes, can you imagine how afraid her sons were that they were going to be sold? They were going to be taken to God knows where to be slaves to a horrible master. The fear that they must have had, but they too went out to borrow vessels. They came and they helped their mum to pour. These children also had to had to take some steps of faith, you know, and I'm sure it was like, mom, I don't really know if you've lost your mind. We don't really know who this man is. And now we're going around begging our neighbors. Haven't we suffered enough? But OK, if you say so, we will trust the God that you serve. I honestly, there's just so much in this scripture and I do encourage you read it in your own time. Second Kings chapter four, verses one to seven and see what God will say to you through this scripture, because it really is so powerful. And while I was preparing for this, again, another thing the Lord was sharing with me is that when God delivered the children of Israel, there's a scripture, um, I forget exactly where it's from now, but I believe it's in Exodus. There's a scripture where God told the children of Israel to lay stones as a memorial. 
And the idea behind that was so that their children would always remember the Exodus. Their children wouldn't forget. God is a God about generations. And so I relate that to this widow because in effect, she was laying up stones as a memorial for her children. No matter where these children went in life, they would never forget this bona fide miracle. They were this close to being sold as slaves. But God stepped in. God changed their story. And I believe that God can step in and change your story too. I have seen God step into my situation and turn my situation around. That's the God that I serve. That's the God that I know. And if you don't know that God, that's the God that I would love to introduce you to. So again, if you haven't connected with us at Dual Purpose, reach out to us on Instagram at dualpurpose.co. We'd love to connect with you over there. And I really pray that you've been blessed by these episodes in this series of Surviving the Hard Times. And that ultimately what you walk away with is that you can survive the hard times. Many people have gone through hard times before you and they've survived it. You too can survive it with God, with discovering who you are, with making sure you have the right people around you and with taking the pressure off. You don't have to have it all together. You have a loving father who has it all together. Leave it all in his hands. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you and I'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah.